Man, man of, of the year. Man of the year. Man of the year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. Guys, make sure to go to manoftheyearpodcast.com, buy our merch, watch our appearance on the Today Show, all the stuff. You know it. Matt, when I say the term accountability partner, what do you think of? I think uh, AA sponsor type kind of guy who's harassing and haranguing you in a good way. <laughs> Have you ever been to an AA meeting? No, I was in the, um, I went to a Gammonon. Gammonon, there's like Gamblers Anonymous and then there's like the family members. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, this is really funny. This is actually a funny story. So my dad was in Gamblers Anonymous. I think it's okay to say that. RIP Izzy, we love you. Uh, But my mom was going to Gammonon and it was all the wives. And like, what do we do? This and that. And like, it turns out like, one of the wives was like, I don't know, should we just check on these guys? Like, are they even okay to be left unattended? In a oh, and it was a cop not? fight? They were gambling. <laughs> they were playing oh my God, that's hilarious. I swear to God. I cannot imagine your dad in a Gamblers Anonymous. He went once. It was just yeah, appeasement. Yeah, appeasement. Yeah. Um, so I had a, a childhood friend who was in AA. So I went once to a meeting. Um, to AA or the, is there like the friend one for that? No, this was to the real one. Cause okay. it was like, they were, everyone was getting their chip or something. So family oh. was invited. Um, it's pretty interesting. Almost exactly what you think of when in your head, like for a movie, like in a church basement, like coffee and my stuff name like is that. Aaron. I've, I've done some bad so, things. Do you know, you're going to love this. So you're not really supposed to obviously get engage in romantic relationships with other people in the program. The most violated policy in the history of, (laughs) of corporate policies. So, uh, do you know what it's called when like someone new comes to the group and you, and you like hit on them? Mm, Let me guess. Uh, it's like hitting the sauce. No, something, something booze related, uh, uh, crack in the bottle. It's called the 13th step. Oh, I like it. Yeah. 13th step. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be there one day. What's the 14th step? Like a gangbang for the new member? Oh, Jesus. Uh, so you sent me this article about accountability partners uh, from The Guardian. Super interesting, um, which is, you know, basically your buddies helping you accomplish something. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to kind of read this one passage that kind of describes the two different kinds of accountability partners. This is from psychologist Susie Reading. The first works more like a mentor where one person benefits from the other's wisdom. And the second is when two people are focusing on a common goal. Uh, She believes that such arrangements are currently enjoying a rise in popularity because they offer something that is in dwindling supply, ritualized intimacy. Mm. What do you think about ritualized intimacy? That sounds like something your agent does at his house frequently. (laughs) For those of our listeners who don't know, he engages in ritualized intimacy over there. Ritualized intimacy sounds like, you know, those things where they say like you're supposed to have like have sex with your wife every day for a month or something like right. that. To like, right. Right. We yeah. tried it every other day when we were trying to get pregnant. I think it worked. Well, you do have, you a, have a child. Yeah. 
Who knows if it's related to that or not? Well, I mean, I think it's related to some of it. Right. So one of it. Yeah, one of one of those rituals. One of those rituals worked. Yeah. Um, because you because you are always about romanticizing friendship. This is yes. Is this part of that? No, I think this is a totally separate thing, but not mutually exclusive. Right. I mean, I I think um for me, romanticizing is uh, you know, like I said, I, I think there's something romantic about, you know, just shooting the shit, you know, shooting the breeze, taking a walk or doing chores. But I, but the ritualizing of it isn't necessarily romanticizing. It's 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 formalizing it in a way that I think our whole podcast is about. We're like, hey, we're adults, take the guesswork out of it. That's what you need. That's what men need. Let's stop pretending that we're just going to like figure it out without instituting policies. I suppose we kind of got ahead of ourselves and never actually sort of defined the accountability, what an accountability partner is, but it's basically you have one of your buddies keeping you honest. So some examples are, okay, we're both writers like, damn, we, we, we're working on separate projects. We have to, we're going to write five pages a day. So you're going to, you and I are the only people in this town that could actually pull that off if we did that. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it would, we would be too accountable. Yeah. You know, we'd be so much more successful if we just did that and forgot about the podcast, forgot about anything. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Just all said, the hey, ancillary riffraff that we do. Yeah, all the, if we just said, hey, we're going to be screenwriting accountability partners five pages. Well, we already write that much anyway. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. But I was going to um, ask you a question before you dive into that. You just said there were two types. Yes. There's the sort of equal buddies and then there's the mentor-mentee. I submit that I think the equal level one is better. Thoughts? Well, I think that it, it depends on the uh, genre of your task. Mm-hmm. So if we're trying to lose weight, we're both going to the gym every day. I'm picking you up every day. You're picking me up. If it's I'm trying to quit drinking and you're not, mm. you know, we're just not doing it together. Mm. So I don't think it's like a better or worse. Well, I was just thinking like for uh, the, I guess, yeah, I guess that's right. Like I think accountability partner, like my trainer, I guess, in some level, you know, he, he always is asking me to text him what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Always just like lie, you know, like, I was like <laughs> only, you know, live omission, live omission. Like I'll text him when I have a protein shake, you know, or right, like I'll text right. him for a few days straight. And then like, he doesn't get a text for, you know, 48 hours. And he's like, show me what you ate yesterday. And I'm just like, no. For some, first of all, hilarious. For some reason, like the way you're describing it, what's your trainer's name again? Dean. Dean. I feel like it's like, it sounds like he's got a fetish. Like, show me what you're eating right now. Well, he's very demanding. <laughs> right. As a trainer should be. You know, right. he wants me to stick with it because he believes in me. Should so when, he does. <laughs> when, you, uh, <laughs> when you eat uh, tacos out of the garbage like you did famously. I haven't done that in 10 years. But would you send him a picture? But occasionally he just thing is trainers know because if I go like even slightly less hard than I normally go, he goes, you went out last night, huh? Uh, you drinks? <laughs> like last night I went out and had two beers. I'm very curious if today I'm, I'm seeing him this afternoon. If yeah. he picks up on my scent, he's got the Cairo like ability to pick up on the scent. <laughs> he's like a bloodhound. Um, right. But I just th- meant like, there's just, it feels to me like what you're talking about this, 
ritualized intimacy really only works for accountability partners who are on the same page doing this thing. Well, but again, things. But, but again, so, um, so interesting enough, Shane, the barber who, uh, I, I think we can say is now both of our, both of our barbers. I haven't uh, disclosed that to anybody, but I guess that's yeah. now you can see my hair, you know, that's Shane's yeah. work. Um, but so he, he recently told me that he's, he's, uh, he's quit drinking. Okay. Um, and I, and I was like, great. I mean, that's awesome. Um, and I'm not his accountability partner. Right. I think it's his wife. Right. And, you know, she's there to just like keep him on the straight and narrow. But it's not, you know, just because they're not doing it together doesn't make it any less helpful. No, I, I just, in terms of friendship, I thought if we're like, if this is a tool for friendship too, or right. if it's just for accountability, I think it's like it can serve a dual purpose. Like, hey, we're doing this thing together. It's going to bring us closer. Oh, uh, see, I'm that's really interesting, Matt, because I was coming at it from the other way, which is that we're buddies, let's because we're such good buddies, we'll be good accountability partners. You're actually mm. going the other way, which is let's use the accountability partners to become better buddies. Well, I just thought it would kind of naturally occur if yeah. you're doing the thing, like it's an intimate, you're saying this is an intimate ritual, like hey, we're both checking in with each other every day right. on this one thing we're doing, whether it's diet or career thing or financial goals or I noticed that a lot of my not friends but friends of friends we had we did a men's group episode a while back and a lot of my friends are, are saying that in within the men's group they partner off for accountability stuff a lot that's like one of the things that's one of the things that a lot of them do I was gonna ask you what do you think makes a good accountability partner well I think it's somebody who's consistent like you right like you're you know, whatever you do, you do it consistently. Right. And again, I mean, that's sort of like the theme of our podcast and that's the theme of success in life is you find out, you realize discipline and consistency are the backbone of every successful enterprise in all aspects of your life. So I just think if you're going to have an accountability partner, it's got to be somebody who's like, Hey, if we're doing this thing once a day or once a week, they're never going to miss it. How would you like go about even like propositioning a friend to do, do something like, is it more about the thing you're doing or is it about the person or both? No. Well, I think it's gotta be about, so, I mean, it's gotta be with somebody who you feel comfortable enough doing it with, but also somebody who wants to do that thing with you. If we're doing it together, right. If you're just asking somebody, Hey, will you, can you do it two separate things? Can I ask you to be accountable for me with my like fitness? And then, I am accountable. You're accountable to me for your drinking or something like that. Could it do? Oh, it has to be the same. that's interesting. Was that not, would that not work as well? God, I can't think of anything worse than being your accountability partner. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> well, I'm going to lie. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to lie. <laughs> you're, you're going to lie. Omission. Lie of omission. I'm not going to lie to your face. I'm telling you, right. I'll do what I do with right. Dean. I will not lie to your face. I won't look you in the, if you look me in the eye and you go, Matt, did you eat a cupcake? Like I will admit it. But if you're like, Hey, what'd you eat last night? I'll just change the subject and like, we'll get somewhere else. Yeah. 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 You'll, you'll, you'll throw a non sequitur in my way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think what I'm getting at is like, do you go to a buddy and say like, 
do you have the idea first? Like I need to lose weight. And then you say, Matt, let's do this together. Or do you say, Matt, we, we should do something together. What should we do? Yeah. Me and Fireball Adam have been talking about a, a group weight loss. We're going to fat camp together and doing it there. So you and Fireball Adam are king of the fads. Well, yeah. Well, because our weights fluctuate. You don't have that really. Like, but every, don't you see here? Huh? It's cause and effect. You're doing that. It fluctuates because you decide to go on a crazy cayenne pepper diet every three weeks. Yes. Yes. But my point is, is that, um, so I think we'd maybe be good accountability partners because we're running into the same issue. I think that it's about not going on, you know, dry January or whatever, and just yeah. doing it for, the, for your whole life. Mm. For your whole life. Yeah. Oh, that's so daunting. Right. Right. I mean, you guys are like, uh, I was going to make, I don't know if this is an off color joke, but like you guys, it's like Matthew Perry and friends. Like you have like a, a couple seasons where it's not RIP. so great. RIP. We love them. Then, then all of a sudden you both are super skinny. Yeah. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah. But yeah, I think you, I need to be both of your. I'm not doing people. it on drugs. I'm just to be clear. This is not drug induced. This is not Ozemp. I'm, I'm skinny. No, 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 no. It's not blow. It's not Ozemp. It's right. Just not eating, just nothing. I don't eat. There's just too much work going on. No time. Yeah, have you have you ever done, you've done, dry, I remember you did dry January, then we went to Sundance and then you stopped. So you did about 20 days. Yeah, you're a bad accountability partner. What do you, how are you a good accountability Oh, I was partner? like, chug, 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 yeah, chug. I was just trying to make it through six more days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I wasn't officially your accountability partner. So I had no. Official, right, we have to, we have to ritualize it. You didn't, you didn't tap me. Um, what's the longest you've ever gone without drinking? It's gotta be that 25 days. Right. <laughs> Yours was a hundred, right? You did a hundred. I did, right? uh, in, in 2012, I decided I was going to get into shape and I quit drinking for a hundred days. Fat Caro died that day. Yeah. Fat Caro died. And then the beginning of the pandemic, I also went another hundred days. Cause like, otherwise you were drinking by yourself and I don't like that. Right. That's yeah. That was that's my own. That's a good time. That's probably a, a time where a lot of people got sober, or the yeah. other way. Actually, drinking went up. Let me ask you this: What are yeah. other things that you could be accountability partners for? Because we keep just going back to like working out and drinking. Like I can't really right. think. diet. Right. Um, you know what? Uh, let's actually go to the listener question because it is another topic, and I actually think it's a really interesting one for you to tackle. Now, should we do it? All right, this is asking for a friend. If you have a friendship question or ethical dilemma, send it to us on Instagram at Man of the Year Podcast, and we will answer it on the show. Um, I love this question, Matt. I've been saving it for this episode, but also like there's a weird dig in the middle of the question, which is kind of funny. I already don't like it. I don't know <laughs> if it's directed towards me, but they sometimes are. So I don't like this. Uh, this is a this is a um a uh, everyone gets dug. Okay. Um, Dear Matt and Cairo, love the podcast. Thank you. Starting good. Starting it good. It doesn't seem like either of you have real jobs anymore. Okay. I mean, I, not I guess. Big, real job? I don't know. What is this is a successful Hollywood career, not a real yeah, job? Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but well, I had to work. Successful liberally. <laughs> um, I actually don't know if it's a, a he or she. Uh, but I had a work friend question. I hope you could answer for asking for a friend. Well, we'll try. My friend at work asked me to be their accountability partner as we both take an online training seminar together. 
but he has now stopped doing the seminar. I have tried to get him back on track and hold him accountable, but he says he doesn't want to do it anymore and I should stop bringing it up. Am I being a bad accountability partner or is there only so much I can do? Please help. This is like we forgot to do an accountability safe word. Oh, you know, right. Like you never put an off switch on this thing. You never put the kill switch on this, right? You never said like banana split, you know, it means like well, I'm out, I'm drinking, I'm, I'm on a bender. Let me, let me be right. So that's the first screw up. Of this I don't think thing. you really, you mean, you're joking. That's a joke, obviously. Right. What? That, that you can get, you have a, you have an out, you have an out. Well, I'm saying if you don't establish when can I leave this thing, then somebody could be hounding you for the rest of your life. Dude. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Every time right. you go to a bar, somebody grabs the drink from you. You're like, dude, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, no, man, you said we're accountability partners. That's for life. And you said, Cairo, for life. I would never want to be your accountability partner dude, is for that, life. Is that like, is that like, a, is that like a movie? That's a movie. You said we were accountability partners. Oh my God. That's that's a, that's a dark comedy, right? Like they just started off as accountability partners for like working out or taking an online seminar. <laughs> the guy quits the seminar. He'll never, it's kind of like the cable guy. I was just going to say that. Just going to say that. There, there, the world needs a new version of the cable guy. Cause that's like what? 25 years ago. Yeah. 1996. Well, years I don't like, you're the one who knows the dates. 28 of years. Holy shit. Mm. 28 years. Let, 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 let me rephrase that though. I mean, you're half joking, half serious about a safe word. I think you just mean like there's got to be a term limit on your. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, God, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. Can we just do I cable guy references all of all the rest of the podcast? Right. So you can't I just say free cable. What have you ever done for <laughs> me? Um, no. Yeah. I think term limits is probably better than a safe word, but it's the same idea. Right. So how many times. Do you get to say like, okay, I don't want to do this. And you go, oh, no, no, no. I know you said you were going to not do this. No, no, I really don't want to do this. Is it like three strikes and then, okay, we're off. Is it a Beetlejuice situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is really yeah, interesting. Like, you're like, Molly, Molly, Molly. <laughs> off the uh, sobriety thing. <laughs> I don't know why I pronounced it sobriety. Why did I just do that? <laughs> Because the thing is, it's like, okay, the accountability partner is there to make sure you don't do that. Yeah. So I'm actually not sure. I mean, I think it's context. Like, is it your good friend? Like, did they say to you beforehand, at one point, I'm going to say, don't let, stop me, stop doing this. And, but isn't you can't that, let me do it. Isn't that kind of like inherent in needing an accountability partner? Because if you didn't need an account, if, if it wasn't something you needed an accountability partner for, it wouldn't be something that you would be quitting so easily. Right. Right. The reason you're doing the accountability partner thing is because likely left to your own devices, you're going to do two weeks of it, like Duolingo, which I want to know <laughs> how you're Duolingo. We should be Duolingo accountability partners. That I would do with you. Well, do you have, if, if it's on the app. Oh, they have an accountability partner thing? No, just you could see your friend. So my mom, you know, because I'm learning Hebrew, if you guys remember. Yeah. Uh, so my mom will high five me and like send me like a firework or whatever. That's not quite the level of accountability partner. <laughs> okay. You can also, you can also. Uh, that's uh, great, Helene. It's good for supporting your son, but that's not yeah. like what we're saying. It's like, I'm saying like check in like, hey, you you didn't do it yet today. It's 9 p.m. Go do it. Right. Right. I will say Duolingo is like 
your uh they are your accountability partner they're harassing you they go hey you haven't done it i'm like dude it's two in the morning i'm i'm out like leave me alone the but the amount of i mean i'm sure they've like game like you know studied how to do it but the amount of like uh what's it called pings and notifications like hey this you have a hundred day streak hate to go to waste and then it goes it's 10 30 like are you know should we call the police you know you haven't done this yet you know yeah yeah and then and then they'll just like have somebody show up speaking hebrew nearby right up plants all over town yeah if you turn to go say, right uh-huh. it's like hola i'm like hey how are you he's like uh, so, yo yo soy de uh the compania duolingo you know? <laughs> <laughs> um what do you think about this so obviously those kind of things are big on streaks like i have 150 yeah, yeah, days yeah. Streak, everything but you can you can you know, use the in-game like tokens to buy a streak freeze. So if you miss a day, it'll keep your streak oh, going. How many streak freeze I've had on Duolingo? <laughs> I've been streak freezing since the, since the odds. <laughs> I didn't even know you're on Duolingo. Why are we not friends? Because I have I need an accountability partner. I, I I did it for like a year. That was like a year ago. I stopped. That's a long time. Yeah. But um, oh, no, no, wait, you, you, you're saying something interesting. The streaks. So I do think gamifying it is, is a very important tip. Yeah. Just in general, for people, like the accountability thing, I think the more fun it can be, the better. So have you ever heard of, it, it's sometimes called the Seinfeld strategy? Mm-mm. So uh, basically there's a lore that like when Seinfeld started doing stand-up, he said, oh, I'm going to do it, you know, every day for a year or something. Yep. And he had a cow wall calendar and he marked it off. And it, and if you do it every day, there's no, there's no excuse like, oh, well, Friday I've got whatever. Like you just do it every day. Your friends know, your accountability partner yep. knows. I, I've kind of employed that myself. Like when I started, you know, when you talked about me quitting drinking in 2012, for 100 days I worked that every day. Yep. And it, that way there's no like, oh, well, because once you start taking a day off, I'm basically a James Clear. I'm like, I'm like. Yeah, that's why you hate him. That's why you hate Clear because you are clear. I am you clear. Hate I am. You are clear. You're going clear. I, I have been thinking about you recently because even though I did it already, I do think of the way you paraphrased James, as we'll call him. We're like, we had a call. What do you mean, as we'll call him? His name is James. What, what James, you, James, James, you know, I don't know. Like, it's so familiar. Jimmy, you want to call him Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. I, we had a call the other day. And it was like, you know, 22, it, it was like four, it was 438. So we had a call in 22 minutes and I was like, okay, what can I do in 22 minutes, you know, further my career, better myself. Um, but oftentimes I'm like, that's not enough time mm. to do anything. Mm. I just went on TikTok. There's, there's so many things you can do in 22 though. So many small things. Yeah, but. Yes. And maybe I need to rethink my thinking because I think, as you know, like if I'm like being creative or writing, I need a big block. Like, see, but there's a million different strategies on that. I forget who came up with the 15 minute one. You know, some people do their day in 15 minute increments. Now people say 40 is the best unblocked time chunk. I mean, it works different for everybody. Right. I mean, 15 minutes, like by the time I like open the document and, I think for creatively, that's impossible. But for task based things, there's a lot you can do in 15. Right. I mean, what I'll do is end up doing like uh, more sort of uh, R&D stuff, not career-based. Yeah. Like, oh, right. I have to you like- send a bunch of thank you notes. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's go back to the question. So yeah. does, does the accountability partner say, listen, I did my best. Well, that's what I'm asking. So you, how well, if you, if you know the person really well and you know that actually the whole thing was designed to stop them from exiting, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. it's more like, how do we, first of all, have the conversation? You got to be able to communicate this and be like, Hey, we agreed we were going to do this together and I don't want to be harassing you, but I also want to make sure that you're really ready to leave this commitment. And if they go, no, I'm ready. I'm, I'm over it. Then you go, bye. But you just screwed me over because we are supposed to be accountability partners. Oh, right. That's, oh, that's a good point. Oh, you know, I didn't even realize that part of the question that they're supposed to be doing it together. So it's yeah. like kind of fucked up. Yeah. No, I mean, I, you don't want to like be too hard on that, but I think it is fair to say, Hey, you know, we did do this together. And part of it was that we we're both relying on each other. Like you needed me to keep you accountable. But I also need you. Um, you could say, Hey, look, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I totally understand if you need to, you know, if you have other commitments, but would love to see this through with you. It's, you know, we're, we're half, we're more than halfway there. So what would you say? Okay, let's say me and you are- By the way, this is a computer programming class or something? Is that what it was? She said online training seminar or he, so training maybe it's- seminar. Oh, those are the most boring. Oof. Right. I okay. used six CLEs. Do you know what those are? No. Continuing legal education. So the legal world, there's this sort of scam where like you can never get out of paying every year to continue your education. Right. So they're called CLEs. I mean, like- Theoretically, it's good to keep up on the latest case law or whatever, but like in reality, it's just an hour long scam to pocket some money for some like CLE educator. Does it, I know we talk about this a lot, but does anybody enjoy being a lawyer? Yeah, a lot of people. Actually, I was just at dinner with a partner, a law firm who loves it. He's um, from Latin America and he's got all these Latin American clients and he was doing all this cool stuff like all over the world. And yeah, some people do. Uh, my buddy who was generally miserable, won a huge case as first chair and he put somebody away for a long time, a, a criminal, and he felt really good about that. That's great. Put away the scum of the earth. Is, is I, I don't want to get up into, into legal stuff, so, but it's so interesting. What percentage of lawyers are actually like up, lit, like what's it called when you're like in the courtroom? Stand you know, up. Yeah. Stand up. No, it's not. It's Very called stand true. up? Yeah. You're saying people that, have stand up experience. Yeah. Really? Yeah. First chair. Stand up. That's really what it's yeah. called. Yeah, because you gotta be. You know, are you first chair? It's only the first chair who gets stand up experience. Really, sometimes second chair does get to do some questioning, some crossing, whatever. So, what percentage do you think of lawyers are have stand up experience? Very few. Well, if you're in the if you're in the DA's office, you have a lot. You know, if in crim right. law, you have a lot. Right. You know, because you're just all the time churning it out. But like big trials, nothing. Rarely do things go to trial. Did, did you so ever very you have any, any stand-up experience? No, I was a corporate lawyer, so I wouldn't ever have any chance to do Dude, it. You would have been oh, by so the way, here's a great uh, here's a great I forgot to tell you this. So a couple years ago when I was doing the lawyer comedy thing, I met a guy who did CLEs. He had this whole racket where he would do ethics. There's one that you, you have to take ethics every year and you have to pay, like, I don't know, it was 50, 100, 200 bucks, but you know, it's like an online thing or you're live or whatever. So this guy was making five, 10 grand every time he taught it. And he turned it into a comedic thing. He was like a comedian. He was like, Hey, do you want to sub in for me? 
I was like, what do I have to do? He's like, you just like talk about ethics, but like you make some jokes. I've got, he's like, just come up with your own thing. And I came up with my own thing and I did, I hosted like two CLEs. That's incredible. Yeah. First of all, that reminds me of like, you know, when you like get a ticket, you go to like comedy traffic school. Right. Right. I created my own comedy traffic school. But I was just going to say, you would be a, you would, would have been a great stand up. Trial yeah, I Trial. think originally when I want, went to law school, that was originally the thought. Uh, but then I also was already dabbling in stand-up. I was like, what am I even doing with my life? Right. Well, every, everyone thinks they're going to be, who is it? Attic, Atticus Finch? Atticus Finch, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, I just saw that in London recently. The Aaron Sorkin version. How was it? To Kill a Mockingbird. It was amazing. Matthew Modine. I love Matthew Modine. Yeah. Wait, we got way off track of this question. Do we answer this? So I think you have the right to confront the person because it's your accountability partner. Like at the very least, if you're going to confront somebody, it's your accountability partner. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is let's say me and you are accountability partners to go to the gym together. Yes. And, you know, two months in, you're like, Cairo, I'm out. Like I'm, I'm injured. I can't do it. I love you. Do you have responsibility to keep being my unilateral accountability partner am i one-sided to get me to go to the gym not forever but i think there should be like a you know cobra like a cobra <laughs> that's incredible that's incredible like not 90 days but maybe like 30 days just to get you like hey why don't we find you another accountability partner in the meantime i'll text you every day at 6 a.m you're really obsessed with this accountability partner becomes come a dentured servitude <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I never even would have thought, well, you have to have a way to get yeah, out of it. I'm, I'm coming after you. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, just this is my other hot take separate from anything. And if you're in AA, this is a joke, but just anytime like somebody says they don't drink and they say it in such a deadpan way, I'm just always like, oh, you killed somebody. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Although I was reading something uh, a while back about AA and how successful it is. Yeah. And there was some study that basically said it's not that uh, successful. And perhaps the success, I'm sure this is completely inaccurate. When you go to AA, you're pretty much like out of options. Yep. So those people are more likely to actually stick with it. Mm -hmm. I would have guessed it has a 68% success rate. Do we look it up? Should we look it up? Yeah, let's look it up. Yeah. But by the way, and by the way, I apologize to anybody who at AA took offense to that. I'm just kidding. But I just sometimes you hear somebody say, Oh, I don't drink anymore. And it's just like, Oh, something happened. You know, sometimes it didn't work with Cairo, you know? Right. Well, it is, it is interesting. You know, you know, we're, we're people who alcohol like is a, is a part of our social life. Mm -hmm. When I don't give a shit if people don't drink, but the way they, the way they disclose it, it's because yeah. you just said, Oh, I don't drink anymore which I will say right. is kind of funny. Some people right. just say, oh, I don't, I don't really drink. And you just kind of get this feeling they never really did. Yep. Um, or if they go, oof. Or, or if they have an ankle bracelet, then, you know, I mean, it's a little but bit. If they have the ankle bracelet, something good. Yeah. By the way, this is an amazing spread. I just looked it up. AA says they have a 75% rate of abstinence. Guess what the experts say the rate is? 5%. 8 to 12. Yeah. What a spread. He said, yeah. she said, huh? Yeah, quite the spread. Yeah. Quite the spread. Um, do we answer that question? I think so. I think you have a right to be upset. You have the right to confront them, but you got to let them out. You got to let them go. 
or, and if it's, and if it's, if it's one of these training seminars, you know, that they make employees take, you know, to it's a sexual harassment or it's a whatever you can just, you can buy things that just make your mouse move around. I didn't know that. Oh man, you got to put it. Are you serious? I had no idea. Dude, there's some amazing um, homemade ones on TikTok uh-huh. where it's basically like a blender with a hot dog on it and it's touching the mouth of the trackpad. It just like moves around a, a hot dog at the bottom of a blender. Wow. <laughs> no, like no, like the blend the blender is like the 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 spinning thing. It's like on the right. top of yeah, yeah, yeah. Not oh, in a wait, blender. But, right. In a blender. I was thinking upside down though. The, the, Yes, yes, not in the in the in the, not in the container. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! Wow, that's genius. <laughs> you put the system on trial. That's a that's a <laughs> um, but uh, I was going to say at the very least, you know, you you can say we're supposed to be accountability partners. You look them in the eye, you go, we're supposed to be accountability partners. Yeah, yeah. You, you no, know, no. You know, you do. Oh, Matt, I solved it. You also quit because you also don't want to do this online training seminar, but you mm. lay it, you lay it on them. Yeah. You go, let's go get beers. And then you go, man, you really fucked us. Right. You really fucked. You're buying. That's usually what happens, by the way. One oh, person bails and the other person bails. Or both of them are like, this is stupid. Yeah. I mean, for I an online training seminar, you should both bail on an online training seminar for the record. All right. I, I want, support I want- the trying to quit. I support the quitter. I want you and Fireball Adam to report back um, after your next adventure. On weight loss accountability? Yeah, exactly. Okay, nice. I think we answered it. Yeah, thank you for that question. This was asking for a friend. Remember, if you have a question, send it to us on Instagram at Man of the Year Podcast. All right, Matt, what did we learn today about accountability partners? I want to reiterate that a core theme of this podcast is making new friends, maintaining friendships and creating traditions. Ritual is a sort of synonym for tradition. And it just goes back to this idea that we know that putting yourself in a situation to be your best is either easier than just wishing and hoping that it'll happen. So putting yourself in a accountability partner situation will make your life better for the thing you're trying to bite off. And I also think it has the ancillary benefit of potentially bringing you closer to a friend or blowing it up, obviously, when they when they bail, which they inevitably will. That, uh, that second to last thing was actually what I was going to say because you made me think of something I had not considered, which is it is, a, it is an interesting way to get closer with an existing buddy or just have, a, have a, a fun thing to do with a buddy is like, let's become accountability partners. I hadn't thought of it as a as a friendly, you know, activity. Um, but you know, I think it is an interesting way to, you know, grow closer. Cause you certainly like bond yeah. over these kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. You know, like one person not drinking at the bar loser, two people right. not drinking at the bar. They're hanging out with each other. Exactly. exactly. That was a joke. Can you be, can you be just the last question? Can you, can you, what's the level of, of like friendship you need? Is there a baseline level to, to, to ask somebody to be an accountability partner? Yes. I mean, let's use our social cues. Like if it's your friend you just met at work last week, let's don't ask them to go to the gym every day. Right. Right. Um, you know, one thing you could do is float it. Right. Hey, Hey, I'm thinking about, you know, doing this cleanse and they're like, Oh yeah, exactly. Or no, no, no. Just say, I'm thinking about doing this. And they say, Mm -hmm. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. 
hey, should we do it together? I like that. I like yeah. that. Should we do it together? Yeah. Yeah. But just kind of, you know, float it, float it. Use your, you know, use your best judgment. Um, so let's do some shouts guys. If you have shouts, you want to shout one of your friends, uh, or even yourself, uh, hit it again, hit us up on Instagram. Um, so we're going to shout uh, one of our super fans, Roger, Matt, I know you love Roger. Roger. That's Roger. Um, he sent us this incredible, uh, message at the end of 2023. Sorry. We haven't gotten into until now where he, he gave us the three lessons that he learned most from the podcast in 2023. Uh, and I was like, Oh God, this is, this is amazing. So his three lessons were be the friend. We know that, like, we love that. You, know, you know, don't always just wait for someone else to make the plans Two, tell your buddies. You love them. Mm -hmm. Love you, buddy. Amazing. Really? Um, Rogers dropping L bombs left and right. Um, and three, your friends are our mind readers. I'd still say that's our number one thing that we, that we discovered. Yeah, exactly. So Roger, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. And that's our show. Guys, be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy.